one that is is in a right relationship with God, when he or she simply receives the imputed obedience of of Christ and the forgiveness of sin through faith, amen? Now, who is a righteous person according to the Bible, amen? Now, the Bible teaches that Noah, Abraham, and Moses, for example, were counted righteous, amen? And you can read that in Hebrews 11, amen? when you get a chance, amen? But it says that even though they did some, did at some point commit some sin, God never blessed their unforgiveness, only their faithfulness or their unfaithfulness. God never blessed their unfaithfulness, only their faithfulness, amen? Now, the Bible says that a righteous person is someone who does not live in the counsel of the wicked, amen? Because we as Christians should not be dwelling in places where you know there's constant evil going on or there's something that you know we should not be around, amen? But the Bible says that a righteous person is someone who does not live in the counsel of the wicked. And when you turn to Psalms 1, amen, turn with me to Psalms 1, I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 6, amen? I want to, I, I just want to get this point across where Father God is just bless me to share tonight, amen? Psalms 1, 1 through 6, it says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Amen. Nor standeth in the way of the sinner. Nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doeth he meditate day and night. And he shall be planted. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. Now, for it says this, it says this, it says, The ungodly are not so, but are like the chafe which the wind drives away. It says, Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Amen? Mm-hmm. Now, 6 tells us this. It says, For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Amen? For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. Amen? But the way of the ungodly shall perish. Now, these are those who say to themselves, they don't need God. We have no need for God. These are called self-righteous people, amen? That's what these are. Now, in 2 Timothy 3, 5, it tells us this. 2 Timothy 3, 5. I'm going to be jumping from Scripture to Scripture, amen? But 2 Timothy 3, 5, it says, Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, amen? Now, saints, listen, the Bible defines self-righteous as relying on one's own merit of righteousness as the grounds for their salvation, meaning that because of what I've done, this is why God saved me. Because of the things that I do, this is why God saved me, amen? And the reason for God to save them, but the Bible says the self-righteous take credit for their salvation, amen? The self-righteous take credit for their salvation, amen? But when you look at Ephesians 2a, 
instead. Because the self-righteous wants to take credit, wants to be boastful, and wants you to think that it was them that got themselves saved, amen? It was through them that they had salvation. But Ephesians 2.8 tells us this. It says, for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. Amen. See, many people want to come and take God's gift away or take credit for God's gift when they have done absolutely nothing to receive that. Amen. What the Bible says about the self-righteousness here in Matthew 20, I'm going to take, I mean, Matthew 5 and 20. And we talk about the self-righteous now. Amen. In Matthew 5, 20, it says, for I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. Self-righteousness will not lead you to the kingdom of heaven. Amen? It will not. Amen? Self-righteousness, when you look at it, is actually a sin. Amen? The reason self-righteousness is a sin is because it is a form of pride, amen? And we know about pride because we know the, 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 the uh, I can't say the king of pride, but we know who the other pride is, amen? The reason the self-righteous is a sin is because of form of pride, and it says this here in Proverbs 16 and 18. In Proverbs 16 18. It says, pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. So there is no benefit in pride, amen? There is nothing in pride that the righteousness of God we want to have anything to do with, amen? If a person thinks that he or she is justified through his own thinking or actions, this person is delusional, amen? If you think that the work that you do by yourself and take credit for and give God absolutely no credit for it, you are delusional, amen? Now, one of Satan's biggest tactics is this. Manipulation, amen? One of Satan's biggest tactics is manipulation. The enemy will start to manipulate you by convincing you that your sins are not that bad, amen? Pride is a sin, saints. Pride is a sin. But it says the enemy will start to manipulate you by convincing you that sins are not that bad. Amen? You will start to think things like it will only be one time. Amen? It's no big deal. No one is looking. When you give in, even if it's only once, it can begin to push you in a way that you don't want to go. Amen? There is no way to justify actions that are against God. Amen? And there's no way to think that you're getting away with it. Amen? Now, as as we must see, as much as we must see now in this, that there's a difference between the self-righteous and the righteousness of God. Amen? But the righteous man and woman of God, let me just say this, saints. When you are where you need to be in God, amen, male, female, man, woman, when you are in 
have a heart of security. Amen. How do I become righteous? Amen. How do I become righteous? Amen. Now, let me tell you this, saints. Many have asked this question. Well, how do I become righteous? I'm trying to live my life this way, and I'm trying to live my life the right way. But things continue to happen. The only way for you and I to be righteous before God is through faith and, and faith through Christ Jesus. Amen. When we believe the word of God, which tells us that Christ fulfilled all righteousness for us, and then was sacrificed for us to make a full atonement for our sins, God credits it to our credits it to us for our righteousness. Amen. Jesus sacrificed himself for us to make full atonement for all of our sins. Amen. And why, if you turn with me to Matthew 3, Matthew 3, 13 through 15, amen. Because of his sacrifice, God credited to us for righteousness, amen. Matthew 3, 13 through 15 says this. It says, Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto, unto John to be baptized with him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and, and cometh thou to me. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Suffer it to be now. Suffer it to be so now. For thus it becomes us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. Amen. Now, when it says, suffer it to be now, it means this. It means he submitted. It means he put up with us. Uh, uh, inevitable and unavoidable thing. This is something that had to be fulfilled. Amen. This is why Jesus said, suffer it not. Suffer it to be so now. This is something that had to happen. Amen. Now, the key phrase in this passage says that Jesus wanted to be baptized in order to fulfill all righteousness. Now, that Greek word fulfill is chiro, which means to fulfill or to complete. Amen? Now, it's important to understand the two senses of this Greek word. Jesus was fulfilling and completing all righteousness for us. Amen? He was doing this for us. Amen? Now, the Bible defines righteousness in conformity to the law of God. Amen? That's what righteousness is. Now, the dictionary says this about righteousness. Righteousness, the quality of being morally right or justifiable. Amen? Morally right or justifiable. Amen? Now, the bad news is that true and pure righteousness is not possible for man to obtain on his own. Amen? Because the standard is simply too high. Amen? It's too high. And we couldn't do it. Amen? But... The good news is that the true righteousness is possible for mankind, but only through the cleansing of our sins by Christ Jesus and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in us. Amen. Now, we have no ability to achieve righteousness in of ourselves. Amen. We have no ability to do that. Amen. Because 
through Christ Jesus are we made whole. Only through Christ Jesus are we made righteous, amen? Now, as followers, believers, and Christians, we possess the righteousness of Christ because God made him, Jesus, who had no sin to be sent for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. You know where I'm going with that, right? Listen to this. Jesus, who had no sin, was made sin for us that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Now turn with me to 2 Corinthians 5.21. 2 Corinthians 5.21. And it says this. It says, For he had made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen? Only through Christ Jesus are we made the righteousness of God. Amen? Now, that's an awesome truth right there. Amen? Now, on the cross, Jesus exchanged our sin for his perfect righteousness so that we can one day stand before Father God and he will not see our sins but the holy righteousness of his Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? Now, this means that we are made righteous of God. Amen? We are made righteous. Does that sound familiar to anyone? I am the righteousness Amen. of God. Amen. Now, say, this is what I want us to understand. When we say it, believe it. When we say it, know it. That we are the righteousness of God. Amen? We are the righteousness of God. Now, I want to close with this. Amen? I want to close with this. Now, in the sight of God, we are accepted as righteous and treated as righteous by God on account of what our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has done for us. Amen? He was made sin. He didn't commit it or cause it. And he was blameless and sinless. Yet, we are made the righteousness of God on the cross. Jesus was treated as if he were a sinner. Though he was perfectly holy and pure, Jesus has endured this on our behalf. And we are treated without the penalty of what we deserve. Amen. Because of Christ Jesus, we are the righteousness of God. Amen. We have received the precious gift of righteousness from God and all mercy and grace because of Christ Jesus 